Do you want to live in a world where everybody feels cozy and validated all the time? Or do you want to live in a world that works? We fight new wars. The old options, military, diplomacy. They don't always succeed. Sometimes you need a third option. That's Overwatch. According to the government, we do not exist. We're ghosts. But we are very real. And we get shit done. Radio Network. I'm your host, John Santucci. Call me Tooch. With me, as always, is my box office bro, Joe Mandel, the goon. Joe, how are you? Doing well, John, and ready to chat about Mile 22, man. It was an exciting movie. Yeah, and it's it's been beset with bad reviews, but, uh, you know, if you like this kind of movie, uh, I, I actually like the movie, and it has a, a, an atypical... Uh, anti-Hollywood ending. So I think that's the source of uh, frustration from viewers. But I actually kind of like the ending. We'll get into that in the spoilers section. But uh, overall, what do you think of the movie? Uh, I liked it, John. I I will say that I think it was like a couple different movies in one, right? The opening scene was absolutely amazing. You know, the beginning of the movie was very good. Uh, For me, it slowed down a bit in the middle. And then it picked right back up at the end and had like a really killer ending. So uh, that middle of the movie is kind of what kind of throws me off a little bit, but I still enjoyed it. Right, we'll talk about that ending in the spoiler section. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an ending that no one will see coming. You know, it's one of those endings like for, you know, you'll, you'll be shocked and surprised at the ending. And uh, I think, you know, you, you either like the ending or you hate the ending and you're going to give it negative reviews. But uh, I actually like the story and the ending. And uh, uh, let's talk about the movie in basic terms. It was uh, directed by Peter Berg. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he's been working with the star Mark Wahlberg in a bunch of movies, including Patriot's Day, yeah. Deep Water Horizon, and Lone Survivor, which uh, uh, was a movie I really enjoyed. Um, don't know if you saw any of those. Yeah, I did. They're very good. And uh, it also has, you know, John Malkovich, who's uh, a good actor in his own right. And the three of them were were uh, all in Deepwater Horizon. So Peter Berg directing, uh, Wahlberg and Malkovich starring in Deepwater Horizon. So they reunite for this one. Uh, the direction's very fast cut, fast paced. And uh, it's it's kind of, if, if you like these kind of uh, spy movies and spy craft, if you like... Uh, video games like Call of Duty and uh, Rainbow Six, you you might really enjoy this movie because it is kind of that high-tech uh, black ops type spycraft thriller. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a B, Joe. Uh, I, I, there are points where I think, I think it could have uh, improved on uh, itself. As far as, uh, you know, maybe clarifying a few things and making, making the characters and... Uh, subject matter a little more clear but perhaps uh we'll see in in the following movies this movie was supposed to be a trilogy uh what's your uh, grade for this film joe yeah john i had to think long and hard when i was kind of coming up with a grade here because i love the beginning i love the end and then in the middle it kind of lost me a little bit so uh overall i still enjoyed it quite a bit so i'm gonna go ahead and give this movie a b minus 
just above a C for me. Like it's a little bit better than the average movie. Uh, I thought there was some really good action, and, and especially in the beginning and end, stuff that you just didn't see coming. And it kind of had me by the edge of my seat for the beginning and the end. And, you know, I cared more about the characters than I thought I would. And I, I thought the performances were great. I think it just got a little long-winded in the middle, and I think maybe the movie was about 20 minutes longer than it had to be. Yeah, that's a good, great point. Uh, the, the acting was, was really good. Um, yeah, I think it could have been tighter, and I think that's what I was trying to say with my, with my last sentence before uh, you talked. Um, so, Joe, would you say this movie is worth the price of admission? Oh, 100%. I still think, even though it, it, I gave it a B-, minus, I still think it was worth going to the movies. I enjoyed the experience. And uh, I don't know about you, John, but I saw this in a movie theater that had surround sound, and it just felt like there were bullets buzzing right behind my head. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was very thrilling, and then you know the acting was good. Marky Mark kind of plays a little bit of a psychotic uh, edge. He's got a psychotic edge in this movie. He's a little crazy, uh, so it might not be your typical Marky Mark movie, you know. And right. uh, I, I think it's worth the price of mission. I like the movie. I, I, uh, Peter Berg has directed, you know, some really good movies in my opinion. One of my favorite sports movies he directed was Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that one. That that's just a great movie. The high school uh, Texas high school football uh, mm-hmm. saga, which uh, spawned the TV show, um, and the Rundown, which was uh, one of the Rock's best movies, I think, if not the best movie he's done. Uh, the Rundown. I don't know if you ever saw that. But that's a great movie. Yeah, it's another uh, good one. Right, and the script uh, was written by Graham Rowland, who is the creator of the new Jack Ryan TV show on Amazon. I don't know if you know that, but uh, he also wrote for Prison Break, Lost, and Fringe, with three really good uh, TV shows. It's a good resume. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's an interesting story, and, and uh, people just don't like the ending, and I think that's why it's getting the the uh, negative reviews. But this movie was supposed to be a trilogy. I will talk about that in the spoilers section. Uh, and I think, you know... Well, let's let's head on into the spoiler section, Joe, so we can talk about uh, the movie properly. Sounds good. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So, box office bros, we always talk about the opening scene, how it sets the tone for the film, whether or not it does a good job of setting the tone. And this this opening scene really did set the tone, Joe. And if you don't pay attention, you're going to have a harder time figuring out the ending. Uh, would you agree? Yeah. <laughs> Man, when I first saw the opening, I thought it was intense, and and then when you see the ending, you don't realize how intense that the beginning really was. Yeah, if you if you aren't paying attention, you know you you'll you'll never figure out the ending, and and even if you are paying attention, you have a good chance of not figuring out the ending. It's it's a very controversial ending. So, the it's a flashback, Joe. It's a it's a suburban home in uh, D.C. Maybe I'm thinking and. Alice, who's played by uh, Lauren Cohen from The Walking Dead, who plays Maggie in Walking Dead, and one of her uh, uh, co-workers, team member, uh, is they're posing as a couple, and they approach the house pretending that they're lost. The house is actually a Russian spy house, and uh, there's a whole group of uh, Russian spies, and they're spying on uh, U.S. listening in and recording everything and keeping hard drives. And above is a drone with thermal imaging, so you get a view of all the warm bodies in the house and how many are in there. And this team is, is uh, watching this house, and uh, they're going to get access to the house. It's very exciting. Uh, they pose as, as if they're lost. They're asking for directions, and a Russian woman comes to the door, says they've got the wrong address. The 
toss a flashbang grenade in there, and, you know, the raid ensues. And uh, Mark Wahlberg is also one of the team members. He plays James Silva, uh, a bit of a, a loose cannon, kind of a, uh, like I said, a little bit of a psychotic edge. And for me, Joe, um, Silva had a bit of a, an annoying habit for me, which we'll talk about. I kind of didn't think it was necessary, mm-hmm. but he was... Uh, he would always snap his wrist with a rubber band he had on his wrist. Yeah. I just thought that was unnecessary. It kind of was distracting for me. I didn't think he needed it. But uh, they go in and into the house and uh, tell the audience what happens, Joe, inside the, the house raid. They kick some butt there and they kind of go in and they take out probably, I don't know, five or six Russians. And they think they have the house clear and then they go upstairs. And, um, of course, there's a hidden door that's behind a wall and and someone shoots a shotgun out of it and hits one of the main characters and then all hell breaks loose that person uh activates gas lines that are planted throughout the house and with the flick of a switch they you know they burn all the remnants that are inside the house so everyone needs to get out really quickly man oh man it was it was one of the most intense opening scenes i've seen in a long time yeah, it was really, it was very heady on the edge of your seat, you know, and of course there's, there's some gunplay, uh, a team member or two is lost, and, uh, you know, you're, you're sent into the, the next act after this, and, uh, you know, we, we, we get a, a, a scene of, of Mark Wahlberg, he's telling the story to, uh, it looks like it could be maybe a superior officer or investigator of what went wrong, what happened, the whole uh, case, and, that, and that, that'll run throughout, you know, scenes of him telling telling the story in flashback too as you're watching the story as well there's intercut with scenes of of mark Wahlberg uh, giving a report on uh his actions with this elite team and of course you get uh some history of the james silva character as a little boy he was very smart uh yeah i think his parents died joe yeah in a car crash yeah right in a car crash he was recruited so they did develop this character uh fairly well and uh, he he's kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. is. He kind of a, he, he's kind of a dick. He's like <laughs> so, insane, really. He was kind of psychotic, and uh, you know, while while he he, he, he well, you see he cares about his his teammates, but you know, he also uh, is very hard on them too, and, and he can be insulting, you know. But uh, you still kind of root for this character. Uh, maybe it's because of Mark Wahlberg as the star. What do you think, Joe? I don't know what it is, but it's just kind of like a charming character. Maybe it's just because he's, you know, insane, and and you kind of like to see those kind of characters in movies. So for me, I think it was just because of the kind of dynamic he brought to the character, and you know, basically the guy was a psycho. Right. It's a running joke too with the other characters about how he's kind of a dick, or these are he's in one of his moods, or he he's this, or he's that, or he's bipolar, you know, or he's slightly psychotic. It is, or he's a narcissist. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of machismo and uh, and insults that go back and forth, and that kind of add to the uh, to the team uh, camaraderie that you get with the team. So after this uh, event that went down at the Russian safe house, uh, Alice, Lauren Cohen, and James are stationed in Indonesia at the U.S. embassy, and uh, Alice has a uh, informant who was supposed to tell the team where radioactive cesium. Uh, was located. There's uh, a few locations for it. So they're trying to track down this radioactive powder that can be used to make, uh, I guess, dirty bombs, Joe? Yeah, I guess they said like a little pouch of it is enough to 
start a nuclear winter somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> right, and there's one, uh, when Mark Wahlberg is talking to the other investigator, he quotes George Orwell, he says, people sleep peaceably in their beds at night only because rough men stand ready to do violence on their behalf. And that's kind of the theme of the movie. Right. Um, these people that are doing things that you don't even know about, and if you knew about, you'd worry you know, you'd worry in your bed, you know, like, am I going to die, you know, in a, in a dirty bomb explosion in a major city? Now, uh, the opening uh, scene was filmed in Atlanta, which is probably why they had Laura Cohen there, because she's, you know, works on The Walking Dead down there. But uh, Bogota, Colombia stands in for Indonesia, and, you know, you kind of have this big shot of, you know, what what uh, must be Jakarta, uh, you know, slums, and, you know, you get, get caught you get a cutscene to the embassy, you know, with its high razor wire fences, mm-hmm. and uh, they go to check out the cesium lead where it is, but it wasn't. It was a bunch of weapons and, and paintings, names, and paintings and stolen artwork. Right, exactly. So uh, uh, they're they're about to figure out. They're trying to figure out why their information was wrong when the the informant shows up at the embassy seeking asylum. So. Why don't you uh, talk about that scene really quick? Yeah, he kind of drives his car in really harshly, like going to run over some people, gets right up to the gates, comes out, holds up the drive, the disc drive, and you know he pretty much surrenders. But, like, I don't know, that's a good way to get yourself killed. I, I thought that was a little unrealistic. Like, you're going to drive up and then just kind of come out, and all of a sudden you're fine. I, I feel like in real life you'd probably get shot down, but... Anyway, <laughs> right. That's... He was being pursued by the Indonesian police or, or government uh, forces, and, and, and the policeman who is played by Iko Uwais, who's international star, the Indonesian uh, uh, martial arts uh, action star. I don't know if you, he he was in the Raid and the Raid Two, which yeah. are two really really great films. Uh, this is a this is a, a good uh, uh, guy to have in if you want an action movie. Because he really does the martial arts well, you know. He's kind of like the new Jet Li, and uh, you, you and I would have been really disappointed if, if there was no martial arts in this film. We, we we get what we wanted with the fight scene and everything. So uh, for sure, he he's brought into the embassy, and of course, you know, uh, the rumor is Russians are looking for him, and they're going to assassinate him because he's got information. He he hands over the disc, and. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's team is trying to crack the disc, but they can't. It has a self-destruct program running. And uh, Indonesian police forces are also, they come to the embassy and they're like, look, hand him over to us or there's going to be trouble, right? Right. And uh, there's a great scene where he's uh, he's getting uh, uh, what is lie detector test from uh, the U.S. Embassy. And uh, two of the workers who have come to you know, give him a medical exam... Uh, are assassins and there's a great fight scene. What'd you think of that fight scene, Joe, in the in the hospital area of the uh, embassy? That was so intense, man. I, all of a sudden, these hospital workers are like going after this guy, and he's chained to the bed with a handcuff. And yeah. this dude really kicked ass, man. That was probably the best fight scene I saw in the whole movie. Uh, it got pretty brutal towards the end of that fight scene, though, man. Uh, how? Not gonna lie, I probably had to turn away from the screen a few times because there was some pretty gruesome stuff. But that guy's a badass. No, reminiscent of the raid and the raid too. You know those fight scenes. Those fight scenes go on for a long time in that in those movies too as well. So, but uh, yeah, great intense you know fight to the death, and uh, you get what you want with Eco Uwes. And uh, it's it's decided then that uh, 
they're going to have to transport him and get him out of the country. He, he won't give up the disk uh, password or passcode to get into the disk and get the locations of the uh, radioactive material unless he's put on a plane for the United States. So the team is brought back. The team is an Overwatch team, Joe, which uh, is, a, is a top secret uh, government program, black ops program. It's led by John Malkovich, who uh, plays a character called Bishop. Yeah, you see he's a, a Chuck Taylor Converse-wearing uh, uh, team leader, and he runs the command center while Silva and Alice and the other characters, uh, Sam, who's played by Ronda Rousey, and Doug, who's played by Carlos Alba. I thought Carlos Albin was uh, Kit Harrington, Joe. He kind of looked like him, didn't he? I thought it was, man. I was trying to get my phone out and see if uh, see if that was Jon Snow. It was. He looked exactly like Jon Snow. So, uh, he, he, you know, uh, his, his picture on, on uh, IMDb does not look like Jon Snow. But, man, he has hair, hair in the goatee just like Jon Snow. So, uh, I had to look... Uh, to see if it was really him. So these team members uh, are assembled, and uh, John Malkovich's team uh, watches from uh, afar, you know, via computers and drones. And Silva, Alice, uh, they, they escort uh, Lee, who's the Indonesian police officer who's on the run from both his own government and from Russian spies as well. Uh, on, they have to go 22 miles, hence the name Mile 22. The airstrip is at Mile 22. So they start off on their uh, road trip, and this is remnants of that movie, was it 16 Blocks with Bruce Willis? Yeah. So they set out from the embassy in their convoy of vehicles to transport Lee to the airfield, and they're immediately attacked by cyclists uh, with guns. It's the uh, elite Indonesian police force led by Axel, who's played by Sam Medina, who I thought really played a good... Uh, good villain as he and uh mark Wahlberg had some you know uh great exchanges macho. oh yeah. yeah great exchanges yeah exactly what'd you think of uh their exchanges and then the cycle uh cyclists to motorcycle attack i thought their exchanges were great uh they kind of had a great chemistry because mark Wahlberg was like you know he's kind of like a messing around kind of like go fuck yourself kind of guy yeah cocky and, cocky for sure and and the other guy was just all business and then yeah. that motorcycle gang, man, they were intense. Uh, guns blazing, and then all of a sudden they take out the explosives, and then right. things get things get really intense after that. Right, they ride up and slap an implosive, explosive on the vehicle, and uh, you know they stop the convoy of, of uh, Silva's cars. Of course, uh, Sam, who's played by Ronda Rousey, is, uh, and she was a badass in the opening scene too. We forgot to mention that, but she's uh, she's critically injured. And is left behind to uh, allow the others to escape, and uh, they they immediately head for a safe house. They're rerouted to a safe house, which is a bakery. And uh, inside the uh, before they get in the bakery, Doug is also wounded, and he's left outside to uh, fend off the Indonesian police forces. And Silva and Alice and Lee are inside the bakery safe house, but. Silva immediately notices it's not safe, and there's a great, another great uh, kung fu fight scene where uh, Silva and Lee take on two female, yeah, uh, martial artists. That what? What did you think of this uh, fight scene inside the bakery? I didn't really know how to feel, man, because I'm not used to seeing men fight women like that on <laughs> on screen, especially with all the domestic violence stuff happening and and women's rights, which. 
you know, we totally support. But it was kind of weird because these guys were all trying to kill each other, and then right. then these two badass chicks come in and they they mopped the floor with Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he he got his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, he really did. So did uh, well, uh, Alice was down, uh, and uh, it's up to Lee to uh, take out the two female. Uh, fighters, so, but they they leave they they were stunned by a grenade. Some another another people had brought in a grenade, you know, which blew up the bakery and uh, allowed the two fighters to get in there. And uh, so they they have to escape from the bakery, and it's just uh, Alice, Silva, and Lee, and they make their way to uh, like a slum, a, ten, a tenement apartment building. There's a lot of close quarters gunfighting. And uh, Silva and Alice are separated. Silva and Lee are uh, separated from Alice, and they they go through a gunfight with Axel. And one of Axel's henchmen, you know, is tracking down Alice, and she has a fight with uh, this gigantic Indonesian guy, which was really intense, you know. And hey, she almost bites it. Yeah, she does. So that was pretty intense uh, fight for her life. And Silva is told by Overwatch to uh, leave and get the get the asset to the airfield, but he doesn't want to leave Alice behind. So this is one moment where uh, Silva makes a decision, and his decision is to go back for Alice. You know, he's he's kind of close with Alice. He knows Alice has had a, a kind of a hard life. Or is going through a hard period. She's uh, she has some marital issues. And she's separated from her child. She's working in Indonesia. Her husband's kind of a dick. You know, and they have some kind of. Uh, you know, separation court agreement. Uh, but, uh, you know, Silva decides to go back to her with Lee. They both make the choice to go back and rescue Alice. They escape out through the back and find another car and head towards the airfield. And uh, around mile 21, before they get to mile 22, <laughs> their path is blocked by Axel. So why don't you tell uh, tell the audience what happens to Axel, Joe? Yeah, the drone's flying up top and Mark Wahlberg goes... You know, we don't have time for this. And he goes, he goes, mother. He goes, don't worry, I got it taken care of. The drone guy gets all excited. He's gets all giddy, gets the thumbs up, hits a button, and boom, giant bomb comes out of the sky and blows him to smithereens. Right. And there was another great movie with uh, with Helen Mirren recently, where uh, you know it was all about the drone strikes. Uh, this was reminiscent of that uh, scene, of course, and uh, you know this is kind of the you know, the, this is the modern uh, spy thriller. It's very uh, high tech. I don't doubt that there are, you know, people out there like this running operations like this. So now we get to the ending, Joe, and this is the controversy. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about this ending because this is the most important part of this uh, episode of our show. For sure. Um, they get Lee to the airfield, and Lee and Alice get on the plane. Silva stays behind. Lee gives Silva the code, and they get the locations of the cesium. What we think is the location of cesium. I'll ask you uh, later about that. Um, and it turns out that uh, Lee is actually working for the Russians. And yeah, triple agent. He's a triple agent. Now, there's a scene with John Malkovich and his team, and they're in their. Uh, it's an undisclosed location. It looked like it could be Italy or Spain of where their command center was. Yeah. And all their computers go dark for a second. And then they're then they're taken over. And throughout the movie there were scenes interspersed of the Russian team who were tracking Lee's movements. 
And you think that they're after Lee the whole time, but they weren't. They were after revenge for Silva. And uh, inside the safe house was uh, a young boy of 18 who was working as a spy. And the lady who was running the spy Russian spy unit, much like John Malkovich ran the spy unit for the government, that was her son, and she was only out for revenge. She just wanted to take down Overwatch. Yeah. And uh, and they're... Their, their Overwatch command center with a secret, top secret location uh, was being tracked. Once uh, once they got the code in that disc, it, it revealed the location of Malkovich's team when Lee gave them the code. And gunmen came in and they executed everyone. There's a great scene where Malkovich walks out of the command center. It looks like he's in a plaza in Spain or Italy and he just kind of sits down. There's blood on his Converse sneakers. Yeah. And he just, he just kind of dies. And... Uh, you know, you're, you're, as a viewer, you're totally surprised. Um, so the plane takes off and it's got uh, the triple agent, uh, Lee and and Alice. And we don't know what's going to happen. This movie, of course, is billed as a trilogy, much like The Bourne Identity. So there's going to be another movie. I think they're already working on the next movie. Um, I have a feeling that this movie will be watched by more viewers. That They're not going to go to the box office to see it, Joe. What they're going to do is wait for it to come out and they go, hey, this is a pretty good movie. I want to see the next one. And it might be kind of like a cult uh, cult movie to some effect, maybe a, like a mild cult movie uh, that people will enjoy on home video. Now, um, do you think when Lee gave gave up the disc and passcode and the location revealed that those are true locations for the cesium? You know, I really don't know. And after when I'm walking out, I don't know either. But yeah, uh, I guess I mean, I have I, a feeling they're not probably you know, not. They're not right. So, uh, what do you think happens to Alice? Well, uh, if there's one thing I ever learn in television and, and movies, John, it's if you don't die on screen, you probably aren't dead. So, right. uh, I'm assuming she's still alive somehow. They don't explain what happened on the plane. They asked Mark right. Wahlberg's character if he wanted to talk about it. He said, no, I don't want to talk about it. So, right. there's they left it open-ended. And, and if they don't give you an answer, there's generally more story to be told. Right now, uh, Silva realizes too late that he's been double-crossed. You know, he's, he's, he tells the investigator it's a Trojan horse. You know, they, Lee gained their confidence. He rescued, he saved their asses a couple times just so he could get to his final mission, which was to uh, help the Russians eliminate the Overwatch team. Um, so he was unable to stop the plane. It's in the air. And uh, his friend Alice, was who was heading back to the U, what they think is heading back to the U.S., and Lee are on board the plane, and we'll have to find out what happens in the next movie, Joe. Yeah, for sure. And and, and I, the, the thing that sticks with me is when, you know, he lets Lee get off and into the plane, and, and Lee turns to him and, yeah. and and says, "Say hi to mother for me." Right, right. So, uh, mother, of course, was John Malkovich. You know, throughout the movie, they say mother, child one, child two. You know, that was how they communicated. Child 1, Child 2, Child 3, Child 4, Child 5. Those were the team members who were on the ground. Mother, of course, is Malkovich. And uh, Mark Wahlberg, of course, had to think about it. He didn't, he didn't think fast enough, you know? He didn't think fast enough. He didn't figure it out. And, you know, we're, we're left with the same feeling as, as uh, Silva because we didn't figure it out either. Right. So the ending, it, it's controversial because the bad guys win in this. You know, the Russians win. They take out Overwatch. The Americans lose. And, you know, if you look online, you see a bunch of reviews. You see people say people are saying, what's up with this ending? I, I kind of like the ending, Joe. It's just so anti-Hollywood. 
It really is. And it's, you know, I didn't expect it. I don't think anyone will expect it when they see this movie. And to be honest with you, John, it was kind of refreshing to have an ending like that. And yeah. and it kind of sets up the other movies so that you can get a more God Bless America ending. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, they set it up. I mean, this, the, the bad guys win this one. It's kind of, you kind of get your Empire Strikes Back first. Sure. You know? You get your Empire Strikes Back first. You get it, you know. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was a it was a revenge film, and you're watching the bad guys. Really, you're you're rooting for the bad guys who killed off a team uh, in cold blood. You know, there was a, there was controversy in the opening scene where uh, Mark Wahlberg and his team members are asking, "Do I ex- kill, uh, shoot to kill?" You know, in the in the opening scene in the safe house in suburban DC, what we're led to believe is suburban DC. Uh, and Mark Wahlberg actually asked, "Mother, am I am I making this kill in broad daylight?" Yeah, you know. So, yeah, it turns out you finally, finally see the ending. You, we've been watching the bad guys the whole time. Or what could be bad guys, or maybe both sides are bad guys, both sides are good guys. We don't know. And that's much like real life, probably when we're talking about these real life operations. So much like Lone Survivor, you get a taste of what it's really like. You know, not like what a Hollywood uh, movie is like. That's why I wanted to review this movie, Joe. Uh, you know, asking. We were trying to get together to do this for a while, but uh, I, it's just so controversial, and I think that's why it got slammed. I love the ending. Uh, I'll probably go see uh, the next movie. Will you go see the next movie? Oh, absolutely. For sure. No doubt about it. All right, Joe. So before we wrap it up, tell uh, the audience where we'll be next time Box Office Bros comes back. Yeah, when we come back, we'll be doing Brian Henson's The Happy Time Murders. So uh, kind of Muppets Gone Wild and vulgar so uh, i actually saw it last night john and it's gonna be something fun to talk about all right man i'm I'm down for a dirty puppet movie (laughs) that sounds bad when you say it that way (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh joe uh tell us where they can follow box office bros on twitter yeah so make sure you follow us at the bob podcast right follow me at santucci underscore john and you can follow me at at joe mandel Great, so for Box Office Bros, this is Tooch signing off. We'll see you next time at the movies.